1: Oh, 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 oh. you know, if there's one thing I love about Riverdale, it's that god damn does it come out of nowhere and it is still speezy, spicy to the fullest. Welcome to this week's Riverdale Roundup. We are talking season four, episode three, Dog Day Afternoon. I
2: thought that you were going to say the one thing I love about Riverdale is the suicide vests. Because I, if that's <laughs> the case, then this, then you were in luck with this episode because it had 100% more suicide vests than
1: usual. I'm just glad that they strapped it to a young mother. I, You know, <laughs> it is no holds barred on the Riverdale writing table, and I appreciate it. Between that and just like, I mean, across the board, so many things in this episode happened that I was like, what are you? Are from trying to be woke with Marmaduke? Of like, I like boys and girls. Like, yeah, we get we. I, I understand. We get it. We know. We we know you moose.
2: That that was my favorite line of the episode. I was like, oh, Riverdale, I love your like one oh one queer friendliness. You know, I like boys and girls. And are you cool with that? And then Jughead's like, of course I'm cool with it, Marmaduke. I'm like, yeah,
1: yeah, I and I love it. I love it that it's it's very um. It's very heavy-handed. It's so (laughs) heavy-handed. I'm sorry, we can't call him Moose anymore. We have to call him Marmaduke, but I think that we don't have to call him Marmaduke for long because he is now immediately out of Stonewall prep, which that part I didn't even get. Let's get the dumbest uh, storyline of this episode out of the way. Because now we have to deal with all the Stonewall Prep bullshit until Stonewall Prep becomes the Skull and Bone Society and they're going to kill Jughead or attempt to kill Jughead. This is what my supposition is, if you will. But um, so they are... Jughead is going up against fucking Weston Wallace, or I'm sorry, Brett Weston Wallace, which of course his name is Brett. I'm sorry to all the Bretts out there, but I've been burned a couple of times by Bretts. Yeah,
2: yes. I think that, you know, Brett Kavanaugh really put all the other Bretts on notice, that if you're going to be a Brett in today's day and age, you got to be a really good Brett.
1: Especially a 1T Brett. Not to be like this, but a 1T Brett, you gotta be scared of. <laughs> and they are having their poetry, fictional writing duke ups And this time, a girl one? Bull honk! <laughs>
2: well, I have to say that whilst we're talking about uh, Stonewall Prep and I... Uh, I'm. I like the idea of the skull and bones thing that you put out, but I I just have to say right away that I love and I'm embarrassed to say it. I love Jughead's prep school boy look.
1: I mean, yes, of course. I want to turn him bad because now he's especially he's so much more the brooding writer type it it, because it makes me think of you ever see the movie with honors no oh it is well I I guess it's not some it's definitely not supposed to be sexy but it is a um it's a college movie with um uh, Encino man what's fucking it Brendan Fraser god damn it Joe Pesci's in it and Brendan Fraser is is, like it's it's I don't know it's it's a scholar movie Molly (laughs) and they are sexy and they are brooding writers neither of the people you named are sexy (laughs) (gasps) <gasps> Brendan Fraser, his
2: head, Molly his Neffle. head is too big. I had a minute during the Mummy era where I thought maybe, or George of the Jungle, even maybe, but his head is just too big. His eyes are too
1: big. This is like Encino Man era, though. This is like '94. This is when he was like cut uh-huh. and sexy and like big-eyed brooding. Uh huh. Maybe, but I'm sorry. Yes, you are right. This is Jughead. Well, no, I mean. Nothing. What? Where's my serpent? I miss my serpent. That's, I'm I surprised.
2: That. I I am not super attracted to Jughead when he's a little leather boy. Which i I you know I like my scruffy punky boys, but put him in like the Vampire Weekend look. You know of like the collar shirt and the sweater but still with the stocking cap and I was
1: like oh hello Jughead. I mean it's the same with FP. You know I love a man in authority but if he was a fireman I would want to fucking put his hose on my fire (laughs) and I... (laughs) But I am not, so I think it's because my dad's a cop, so I can't get into daddy cop the same way. But I miss, I also miss my leather daddy. Yeah, no, with FP,
2: leather daddy, FP all the way. And, uh, you know, I think we were, (laughs) Gideon and I were talking last night when we were watching of like, there is like, you know the 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 parent child hottie duo thing is nice like both betty and alice are both real foxy and oh my
1: god both
2: fp and jughead are real foxy and then i guess you know with veronica you know
1: bo- her and both of her parents are real foxy i miss seeing i want more hiram i miss hiram and seeing him just of course just so easily. So as we all know, Hiram Lodge owns the jail. And he is in jail. But he can just come and go as he pleases to make sure that Veronica isn't changing her last name to Gomez. Or what ends up finding out is that she changes her name to Luna. Because that was Hiram Lodge's papa's name. And papa changes his last name from Luna to Lodge. I'm assuming for racism reasons. Yeah, I think that was to assimilate. Yes,
2: you know that's also like Riverdale touching in the in the teeniest tiniest sense on
1: white supremacy and racism. Tiny, 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 tiny touch. Which I mean, I'm just hoping that they are dropping the child abuse storyline from last week's episode, but maybe who knows who's going to get the shit beaten out of them this week.
2: Yeah, we got 0% child abuse in this episode, but I will say uh, an interesting thing, that and one of the many epiphanies I had during Riverdale, this week's Riverdale is, uh, you know, so so they need to raise money. A bunch of them need to raise money for different reasons, but uh... They
1: all <laughs> need to raise money this episode.
2: But Betty needs to raise money to to single-handedly without the help of the FBI Uh, stop a cult and Archie needs to raise money because he's always wanted to make this community center since like three days ago mom
1: give me the money talking about what is he talking about Archie I just want to shake Archie to death
2: (laughs) that's that's exactly what I want to do with him but so then they have a Veronica who is so rich and could just give it to them uh, she's like I have an idea, and I thought it was totally going to be like a date, like a dating auction, Uh, but instead, they did a car wash and she was like, I know what people in this town want. And it was the like the boys, high school boys doing a car wash. And there was some line that was like, oh, old Mrs. So-and-so is going to come by because, you know, she likes you, Reggie. And I just had a realization that never once ever since I graduated high school, not for a day, an hour or a minute, have I wanted <laughs> to sleep with a high schooler <laughs> when I'm in high school. Yes. <laughs> but the minute I'm gone, I am it's, done with high school boys. And the idea of being a middle-aged woman who wants to sleep with a high school boy is very, very strange.
1: I mean, I get it in the terms of Riverdale because they are all adults. Sure, and I am covering my own ass. Yes. But yes, I will say that if I wanted to wash my car and I saw a bunch of teens... <laughs> washing cars, I wouldn't get my car washed there. I, Of course, I would love to go, if it's a bake sale, sure, I'll buy some fucking cookies. I'll buy most anything that I can eat, as long as I don't have to look at underage children with their shirts off, and also, washing my car poorly. There's no <laughs> way that those dink donks over there know how to properly wash a car.
2: Yes, it makes sense that if you are a human person like us and you want to sleep with an actor in his 20s like Jughead or like Reggie, then that's fine. But if you are in the world of Riverdale and you are a middle-aged woman and you want to sleep with
1: Reggie, that boy is a high school boy. You can't sleep with him. Molly, does it count if they're that ripped? Doesn't (laughs) that at least add at least three years onto it? I mean, 17-year-olds shouldn't look like that. That's the problem. And they don't. Yeah. I'm victim blaming.
2: They that the thing is that they don't. don't. Seventeen-year-olds look like little boys. And the idea of whoever this town pervert is who wants to who like famously wants to sleep with Reggie. She needs to go to the same
1: place as that predatory school teacher from season 1. But I will say and I I I feel like I haven't given enough sexual energy towards Reggie. He does, he's very attractive. I think it's his floppum hair.
2: Yeah, Reggie has grown on me, and especially in the context of Veronica sleeping with him, I'm like, yeah, sleep with Reggie. Like over Archie yeah Archie yeah like I can admit that Archie is attractive and there has been times where I've thought that he's attractive but they've done something very weird with his hair this season and his personality just ruins anytime he opens his mouth I just want to slap him
1: honestly it's the personality I am not I'm not attracted unless we're watching Archie and Jughead Kiss which of course I would watch that tape I'd watch a tape of any of them but I I'm not I think Archie's down down low on my list
2: Yeah, oh yeah, Archie is at the bottom of the list in terms of the young people. I mean, maybe like, you know, a couple of random... Like Marmaduke is probably below Archie. No offense, Marmaduke, but he's just not. Whoa, really? Else. Yeah, he he's, doesn't
1: do it for you. He's, he's
2: too big. You know, big jawed guys don't usually do it for me. Although Reggie has a pretty big jaw.
1: He does. I think that, you see. I like them because then they're like they're like pit bull boys. You know, you're like whoa 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 oh, whoa, 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 whoa whoa whoa. You get in my bed. You <laughs> I know, don't, know what not I mean. <laughs> I think I do, but in
2: general, it's the parents' generation. <laughs> The parents' generation is the sexier generation.
1: Yes, and I I wonder how Molly Ringwald feels now that she is stepping more into the Fred Andrews role that she's never going to be as sexy. She will never be as sexy as very good, loyal, semi-brooding, doesn't-know-what-to-do, sexy Fred Andrews.
2: Did you find Luke Perry sexy?
1: Yum. I did. I really did. I think it's... But also... I think it's because he's such a good father and he's a good father in real life
2: (laughs) (laughs) he was wait do you not want to
1: jump his bones
2: no Luke Barry was always just so silly to me like in terms of like his like he was just such a little brooder like you know his whole thing his whole 90210 aesthetic I was always a Brian Austin Green guy
1: oh yeah well I mean you know Jamie Kennedy anytime I watch oh man Molly, I watched all the screams this October and I just thought about you, (laughs) at least in the first two. Man, did I think about you. (laughs) <laughs> and Just little tiny Molly and how much she's in love with Jamie Kennedy. I, I'll never get it out of my brain. I know you it's... can't. You can't get it out of my brain with a pitchfork. Well, it's if
2: I also recently rewatched Scream, and if it makes you feel better, I don't like him anymore. Now I'm. I'm <laughs> and, um, I mean, I was then also still a ski Ulrich person, but but I. But You're as, a Lillard girl, right? As and also Lillard. Oh yeah, definitely Lillard and SLC Punk, especially. But I mean. Mm. But yeah, of the two murderers, I liked Matthew Lillard better than Skeet Ulrich. But I liked Skeet Ulrich in The Craft, obviously. But Ugh. I, but he, upon you know, we watched he The like Craft. Looks like such a baby. That's the thing. When we watched The Craft last year, I was like, "Who is this child?" I'll, give me Daddy Skeet Ulrich any day of the week.
1: Any day. Anywho, we got to keep talking about the ridiculous ideas that were uh, that were. Jousted into our brains this week That doesn't make any sense (laughs) I was just, I'm sorry I was looking at my notes under which uh, Trying to describe what happened between Hiram Lodge and Veronica this episode Alright, so Hiram just jumps out of jail because he owns the jail And he goes into the Pembroke and it's like Mija, no, you cannot change your name to Gomez Which was her mother's maiden name so he tells the whole story about how his grandfather shamelessly changed his name from Luna to Lodge. So she now just changed her name as an underage person, changed her last name, which I'm pretty sure you can't do for absolutely no reason. I get it, your heritage, but like still.
2: Yeah, there's certainly things that all four of these children are going to need a parent or guardian for. And as we discussed last week, only one of them really has a present parent or guardian, and that's Archie.
1: Yes, and I mean, she's trying desperately, and what you touched upon earlier is that Molly Ringwald's character, Mary, is trying to not allow Archie to make all of the dumb mistakes that he keeps making, so she said no to giving him money to to turn his boxing gym into a community center. She said, please don't do this in Riverdale. Please don't do this right now. Very smart mother move.
2: Smart mother move. And I'm so glad you reminded me last episode that he still has this uh, boxing gym because I had forgotten. And now... Uh, in the course of one week, he's decided his life's work is to uh, invest in Riverdale just the way Dad did, and so he has this big throwdown with his mom that who fled Riverdale,
1: and he's like, "Dad would never leave devoted townie. Dad, I want to be a townie like him." Jeff and I both said at the same time that Mary said it, "You're not your father," <laughs> and I felt so I was like, we both paused it. We're like. We got to stop watching this show. <laughs> because he's not his father. And you know what? He showed it this episode when Archie was such a dumb fuck and he put a handkerchief over his mouth and went to the new bad boys in town that are that are running their drug ring out of an arcade. And um Artful Dodger is his name by the way, or is it just Dodger?
2: I don't that entire I I like how they have this one line about like uh like assimilation of Hy- Hiram Lodge's grandfather, and then they're just like, here's a black character. He's mired in drugs. Like I really feel like that, <laughs> the fact that they have Mad Dog Monroe now, but he's like, my little brother can't escape this this trashy drug ring run out the arcade that we've never heard of before. Uh. Right, and then Archie's like, oh, oh I don't know what to do, Mad Dog. I'll just rob them. And then for nothing, he doesn't do anything with that money. He just is like, oh, no, I can't get it clean. I guess I'll burn it. That's what Veronica
1: tells him to do. It's so, he stole $40,000 in cash from the new bad dude in town, which his name is just Dodger, but of course it is after the name Artful Dodger. And um, he's so dumb. Of course they're gonna come after you, you fucking idiot. Yeah. And what is he gonna do? Is he gonna go to Hiram Lodge and be like what did I do, Mr Lodge?
2: Yeah, no, he's now he's got a fucking drug gang beef with a armed gang of drug dealers who again we've never somehow heard of in the four years we've spent in Riverdale and and also
1: he got the forty thousand dollars from them with a baseball bat when they all had guns and
2: there was five of them (laughs) and he's not a superhero and he's not a superhero he gets it and then he's like, oh, I guess I can't use it. Like, literally, what was the point of even Fucking getting that money? Idiot. They didn't even follow through on that plot line. He, he's, so mad Dog he's is like, so mad. you idiot, you can't spend this. And Veronica's like, you can't spend this. And he's like, oh, okay.
1: I guess Ooh. I won't. So, oh, oh, oh. oh, I just, and I'm mad because he's never going to get his true comeuppance. Because I don't know if you noticed, but I don't see any scars from his bear attack.
2: Yeah, no, there's nothing. Th- this, this is Archie is like, you know, the definition of like, uh, y- he's the opposite of like the burn What is the saying that I'm searching for? Like, like burned once, twice, careful or whatever the fuck. There's some sort of. I don't know. <laughs> There's some sort of saying I'm searching for where if you make a mistake, you're not supposed to make the same exact mistake
1: again. Yes. He makes a mistake. and then I get burned, and then I frown, and then I turn my life upside down, (laughs) and I burn again. It doesn't make any sense, Molly. I'm sorry. No, what you just said is Archie's motto. I get
2: burned, and then I burn again.
1: (laughs) And then I burn again. (laughs) But all is hot. I keep touching it. I keep touching it even though it's hot. He's such and- a and, – and what's he going to – he's, oh, mom,
2: there's all these kids in Riverdale who need help. First of all, as we saw last season, all the kids of Riverdale are in the woods. Remember? Remember that army of children yes. in the woods? There ain't no oh, yeah. little orphan kids left in Riverdale except for Mad Dog's new little brother who we just met. And it's up to Archie to save them for a community center. It's just, it's just so –
1: Like As long as they don't get rid of Mad Dog, because I really like looking at Mad Dog. I love Mad Dog. I gotta say, yummy in my tummy.
2: Also, though, one more thought on this plot line, because it made me so mad, when he's like, Dad didn't give up on Riverdale and neither will I. Well, the Riverdale that fucking Fred Andrews lived in didn't have a serial killer and like a goth, you know, uh, cult king that we're torturing no. people like riverdale
1: is a different and darker it's place different now But, you know, not to Archie. And you know what has not changed at all? It is Betty apparently being an FBI agent. A single-handed
2: FBI agent with... I love how Charles is just like, all right, I'm going to let you deal with this completely by yourself. There's going to be no hostage team that goes with you to the cult compound. Uh, Just call me you know, keep me posted. So the entire
1: time, so so starting at the beginning of this episode, Betty starts getting more mysterious phone calls, not from the Black Hood, but they're, she's getting them from her mother's phone from Edgar Evernever. He requires $250,000, a school bus, and passports, fake passports, for everyone in the cult because they're going to make a mass getaway. Also, in the school bus with the passports.
2: And then Titi, for some reason, works in the social security office. I, well, how does she say, like, uh, you need 40 passports in what amount of time? Okay, I guess. What? Why is T- Titi? was just at the Blossom compound, and here she is making passports.
1: I think that I'm going to, as woke as Riverdale tries to be, I wonder if it has anything to do with, like, her gang-banging family and the fact that she, or maybe it has to do with the pretty poisons and that all of their gum smacking <laughs> may, means that they have underground ties to creating fake identification. Also,
2: Gideon couldn't get over the line where Betty goes, blank passports is fine. He can fill them in when he gets when they get there. Gideon was like, excuse me? What does that mean? I <laughs>
1: That's not a thing. What does that mean? That's not (laughs) not true. That's simply not true. (laughs) They have
2: a a passport photo machine on the cult compound.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll just fill them in. Don't worry. They're (laughs) squatting. They'll just fit them in. And also, so during all this time, if Betty doesn't, if Betty, who does not tell the FBI about all these things, does not get all of these things for Edgar Ever Never, he, meanwhile, he's just over here snipping off people's fingers like principal fucking weatherby who just he's just cutting off fingers
2: yeah just he's he's cutting them off so that all so that he can in a in a play for betty basically like alice was like oh he found out i was the mole so he started cutting people's fingers off uh and, and then we see weatherby walking towards the bus holding up his still bloody hand uh, you know <laughs> even though it's i don't know what our time frame is here but it's it's really
1: been a while. Yeah, because he couldn't find Betty, but, oh, newsflash, Betty's in her high school classes. <laughs> That's where you find Betty. Jesus Christ, Edgar, ever, and ever you idiot. So he's, so she's going, I still think, I still think that Charles is fake. And we're going to find it. I think that he's a delusion. I don't know why. I can't get <laughs> off it in my head. Because for some reason, the fact that she's doing all of the FBI work and he is not including when her sister Polly comes into the FBI office that i believe is in the high school <laughs> with a suicide vest strapped to her and they have to not they excuse me betty, betty has to <laughs> stop the ball i love how charles going is going like,
2: off charles is just standing back he's like uh <laughs> betty try that one like there's uh there's <laughs> wires,
1: and one of them gotta one of them's gotta do it.
2: Charles, the FBI agent, absolutely pieces and lets his uh his intern, i guess 16 year old non-Fbi agent Betty step right up to the suicide vest
1: and just start snipping. She starts snipping, but also don't worry. She still has her bobby pins in, which it's just... I feel like she's Inspector Gadget at this point. Maybe that's where this show is going to go. Is Betty going to turn into Inspector Gadget, but all of her gadgets come from bobby pins? <laughs> she, that, she...
2: She takes out a bo- bobby pin from her hair and with two seconds to spare, disarms the suicide vest. The uh, and then... Um, you know thankfully all of uh uh what's her name Polly's uh you know brainwashing seems to have come immediately undone and she just gives them all the information that they need and then my favorite part is Alice and Betty's extremely
1: sexy cult mistress realness so excited so Betty brings the they bring the the money the bus, the passports, to Edgar Everett ever. And supplies. he he takes Betty, ties her up to a chair next to her mother, and they were going... So the whole plan was that they were going to put all of the Farmies into a bus driven by his wife-slash-daughter, Evelyn, and she was going to drive all of the Farmies off a cliff while Betty and her mother Alice were strapped to the front of the bus while Edgar Evernever makes his getaway on his home made rocket ship and I...
2: <laughs> that it was like the writers had <laughs> heard of what a cult is but never actually found out how <laughs> cults actually end which is uh you know by dying, not by actually ascending to space. Like, I want to tap somebody on the shoulder and be like, no, 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 sweetheart, they don't actually ascend to space in a rocket ship. That's just what they space. tell people. That's just what they tell <laughs> their followers.
1: Then they all. Yeah, but what if they're dressed like evil can evil? <laughs>
2: Yeah, he was dressed like Evil Knievel, and then I don't exactly know. I think maybe Betty was serving some, like, Patty Hearst realness, like, with, like, the beret and the
1: guns. Uh, loved it, loved it, loved it. Because yeah. not only did they get they, – they stopped Evelyn before Evelyn took them out of the, the room that they were tied up in, but she also cleaned her nude and wore her clothes as if anyone was going to think that Betty Cooper – was Evelyn Evernever and not Betty Cooper.
2: Especially in a, when she's walking around in a cult where, as we know from last season, most of the members are from the high school she goes to. They would all be like, They all know oh, who she is. Hi, Betty. Like, they're all high
1: schoolers. Or at least they were. But Betty and Alice Cooper walking down that hallway with, like, the gun they're getting all ready. Yeah. Man, talk. Oh, my God. They are... The best criminals in the show. Yeah, I'm gonna say hands down. Especially the two of them working together. Yeah, they are such a great criminal duo. I I, I would watch them do anything, and I think that they could do anything.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. That the the they each. I don't find Betty to be particularly foxy on her own, nor do I find Alice to be particularly foxy on her own, uh, nor do I find either of them to be the most interesting characters. But together, they really, really
1: make something special. See, I think Alice Cooper is the sexiest. And I didn't feel this way about Lily Reinhardt until I saw Hustlers. I know that you were were with child... And dealing with you know an, a newborn, but <laughs> she was she was very sexy in Hustlers. I want to see Hustlers a lot, and I'll bet she is sexy. She, I and I, I was like, "Guffa, hell yeah, girl!" Especially like of having this like like girl next door thing that she's really got going for her. But she really she held it up in a good way. Did she have something besides like
2: a ponytail and a pink cardigan? I
1: mean, the pony was still there because she was still like. The, like, dumb young one, Uh. but she did a very good job of being the dumb young one, like, Uh in a fun way. Uh Uh-huh. But I think that you're going to love it. But I thought that, especially with the beret and with a gun, she looked sexy as hell. And so this is, I was saying this to Molly, because usually I watch the episodes right before we record this episode, but I had to watch it last week because on Instagram, I, of course, follow all of the Riverdale people on Instagram, Alice Cooper posted a picture of her and chad michael murray and it was just like it was so great killing you like or something like in the caption i was like what oh. come on Ooh. i was so mad so i immediately had to watch it it was like i thought that it was going to be because they even said waco this episode i thought he was going to blow them all sky high
2: yeah that's i i thought so too i mean i guess i'm glad that uh half the town didn't die because Riverdale really has large swaths of people. They're losing large swaths of their community to cults all the time.
1: They really are. They really, really are. They can't especially now that there's new obviously going to be a new drug in town soon. So <laughs> I mean we got we're gonna be losing youngs very soon.
2: Well and, and I don't mean to veer so quickly to another plot
1: line, but are we on the verge of perhaps a zombie plotline? I just, we, we have, we have, we've got to talk about Cheryl. <laughs> it's time to talk about Cheryl. Oh, the, oh! I did want to make mention before we got away from Edgar Ever Never Forever, which by Chad Michael Murray, you were great. You did such a good job. But how about that belt? Was it a belt buckle? Or I don't know if it was stitched into his evil Knievel costume, that it's an Edgar <laughs> on his belt line. He looked great. Great right in that outfit. And I'm, you know what? Sorry, not sorry. I would have had sex with him on that rocket ship. That would have <laughs> fallen apart as we had sex. So maybe we should have had sex first to show him, like, hey, this isn't a real rocket ship. It's not going to get you anywhere because it's just sitting on these ladders. And I don't know how you think you're going to get this into space, but I don't think that it's going to work.
2: Alice probably could have just let him take off in the rocket because it's not like he would have gotten away you know right
1: yeah he would have just like fallen onto the floor and he would have just burned to death but you know <laughs> oh no just like him covered in flames like one of the like the stunt people in his evil knievel outfit also would have watched that i would have been definitely down with that <laughs> all right yes we need to talk about cheryl it's time because girl has got some issues and i think what um is my the best part about this is I was, oh the big what, what was Big Oaf's name? Big sexy towering Oaf that. Oh, to, uh, I forget. Tt brought on a an I guess nursemaid, but also houseboy. To uh, he was all i i'm very sad that he's not going to be around any longer i will say that yeah to i like to
2: help with the house well to help with and the senile grandmother and apparently the two twins i had completely forgotten that i guess cheryl and tt of the twins because penelope yes. had gotten one of them and then they cheryl got the other i think and now penelope is penelope dead or is she just
1: incarcerated I think that she's just... I'm, I. There's no way you can get rid of her that easily. I don't think she's dead. Yeah. So now they have control of the twins, Dagwood and Juniper, so they brought on Big Sexy Man to help out in the house, which, of course, Cheryl was unhappy about because she's keeping her brother's corpse in the <laughs> chapel. But <laughs> I um, we have to touch on real quickly... When Nana Rose was looking into uh-huh. the fire uh-huh. and said, I thought I saw the triplets uh-huh. burning in the fire. Uh-huh. Yeah. They really
2: dropped that bomb and then never came back to it. Never
1: came back to it, which means they're either definitely going to come back to it or it's never going to be heard <laughs> <Or> from ever <laughs> again. Boy, never, I think. never gonna come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> now, really go either way. Is she referring to is there a secret triplet on either Clifford and Claudius? Cheryl's fathers or is it the is it Cheryl and Jason Blossom yes, are they is there be. a secret sibling Definitely. or is there a secret sibling on Dagwood and Juniper I think that, that, that maybe someone's doing experiments on somewhere
2: I think that it's got to be Cheryl and Jason because we already had the surprise reveal that Claudius had a twin so a surprise reveal that he had a triplet, I feel like would
1: be deeply unsatisfying. But how, I think it would also be very funny that, that it's Clifford had like a like secret, twist. secret evil. Like, I think that what if it, all right. I was trying to figure out this before. Like Jeff and I were trying to figure out, you know, theories here. What if when Clifford Blossom hung himself in the first season in the Maple Barns <laughs> that he actually killed the secret third blossom that burned inside and then Clifford blossom is still alive.
2: Okay, I it's I feel like that is good. But wouldn't it be better if there was a teen out there? Yes,
1: especially another um another blossom teen. Yeah. Please and Thank you. Like, use the same actor who's Jason, you know, and then
2: have him be the triplet, and that would just open up a million possibilities for Cheryl to, like, have another brother, and, like, I feel like, plot-wise, that would be by far the best choice.
1: For sure, and I really hope that that's what happens, especially because- Jason Blossom had really good lips, even on a corpse. (laughs) Really good lips. You'd think they would have withered by now, but maybe if they have withered, we wouldn't even know because his lips are so beautiful. (laughs) Do you remember? Do you remember his lips? I don't. All I can picture now is his corpse face, which is pretty scary. It is very scary. He's also filled with rats, which is what the, (laughs) um, the hunky male nurse maid that is living in the house was trying to also get rid of the rats at Thistle House, which this poor man, I know he was only working for a couple of days, but he must have been working very hard.
2: I mean, you're not going to be able to get rid of your rat problem if you don't get rid of your
1: corpse problem. That is the issue. So in the end, you know, you see Cheryl go downstairs, which, all right, so I'm going on board with you, Molly. I think that you're right. I think there's going to be a third blossom teen that comes onto the scene and i i just like i hope we never have to deal with the problem of incest but i worry (laughs) that if there's another blossom teen that cheryl's going to have sex with him right or her
2: well we already had a pretty big incest plot line or at least incest like underlings in the whole first season with her and jason yes
1: yes Yeah. Maybe it'll be for Rillsies this time. Also, but what if it's another, what if it's a girl blossom, which I'd also.
2: That would also be great. Another Cheryl. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I'm not, I'm not happy about incest. I'm just saying that it would be interesting and I may or may not would watch those scenes a couple of times. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
2: I, I just. It's very Riverdale to be like we have repeatedly done a surprise twin reveal.
1: <laughs> I know. So where can I we go to from do there? Another one. I would love. I would like. Can't wait to see another secret. Well, because we already also had secret brother with Chick. Yes, right. And then he was secret fake brother, and now we have secret real brother, which I'm all like I said. I think is also secret fake brother. Well, and
2: secret real brother has never really been explained how he's alive. Like, I don't, maybe they explained it, but I don't remember. Like, what the, what, why? Yeah, there's a lot of secret
1: siblings in this town. He was the one that had, see, that's why I guess I never understood why Alice didn't say anything about Chick. Because Charles found Alice, and then they started working together. But Or maybe it was after Chick was already hunted down by the Black Hood. But why did Chick lie? And maybe lie. it was in that interim?
2: Why did Chick lie about Charles being dead after he had been found out? You know,
1: I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I have to go back and re-watch the third season because the problem is so much happens that I just forget about all of these... Would, in another show, would be a huge plot line. Right. But in this show, is just a small, insignificant plot line.
2: Yeah, and it's hard to make sense out of something that makes... No
1: sense. Which is which but is kind of the project no of sense. this show, Riverdale Roundup. Which is why it's so much fun to come up with dumb fuck theories. Which again, if you guys have any theories that you want to slap at us, please you could you could tag me on it at Jack That Worm. You can DM me about it because I'd love to hear all y'all's theories. throw, throw it up on the Patreon because I want to see it. Alright, so TT walks in on Cheryl Blossom sewing up her brother's corpse because it's got rats in it. Was she about to kiss him, too? Is that what it was? It
2: looked a little bit like a kind of sexy CPR situation.
1: Yes, I think that she was... And T.T. walked in, and, of course, the look of horror. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think that they're going to try and put Cheryl away? But, of course, last time Cheryl was put away was because they were trying to zap the gay out of her. So we don't want that to happen. But that also... We're the sisters of quiet mercy and they don't exist anymore.
2: Yeah, who's at the convent now? Because the cult was at the convent for a while. The farm
1: was over there. Yes. But then now I I were I'm worried about the mental illness status in Riverdale. I think that someone needs to come in and help. Maybe we'll have a sexy therapist come in because I would love that.
2: There is a lot of
1: unprocessed trauma amongst the teens at Riverdale for sure. Yes. All of them need to be talking. They need to be talking about their feelings. And because I think a lot of them, like, you know, Archie, he just goes instead of dealing with him, the grief of his father, and he just steals $40,000. And so, buys a community center. Buys a community center, which I guess that that is a good thing. I guess that is nice in theory. But you know what? Just finish high school first. And um, I'm really excited. Now, the, I guess I, I would love to hear your thoughts, though, real quick before we round this roundup out. Um what do you think the new drug is going to be in town that Dodger is going to bring in?
2: Well, let's see here. We had Jingle Jangle which was like speed and then we had uh what was the gar- what was the G1 Goopies that the the the, the, the it was
1: Jingle Jangle and it was um oh
2: my god, the real the the third season drug which which seemed to be more like uh like maybe an opiate like it really
1: yes kind of where's my out. head what is it called <laughs> oh, oh my god oh sticks 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 sticks
2: pixie something special about pixie sticks what is it j what jingle
1: sticks <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. what is wrong with me where's my head Molly, <laughs> are, you, are you Googling Riverdale drug? Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, there's a complete glossary to every Riverdale term. Oh, my God. When was this made, though? These things change all the fucking time.
2: Yeah, I, I can't remember, but it was like fizzle rocks, fizzle, fizzle rocks, rocks, fizzle
1: rocks, fizzle like. rocks. I'm so dumb. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I'm so mad at myself. I'm so mad at myself. And to everyone that I imagine is screaming this at <laughs> themselves rocks. right now. I'm sorry. Everyone in their car. I'm sorry we let you down. Screaming fizzle rods. <laughs> idiot. You fucking idiot.
2: <laughs> so Jingle Jangle was like speed, and Fizzle Rocks was like a like an opiate of some kind. And so yes, I would love for the next drug to just be like you know a nice cannabis situation. But probably, yeah, probably it'll be more like. I mean, Jingle Jangle was meth. Where can you go after meth and opiates?
1: I think I think that I think you can go like an H. I think you could definitely go you know that kind of route to it too, uh-huh. which is not as fun unless you want to like do like a weird mixture where like who knows where it's like an acid plus heroin yeah acid
2: i mean i think that both drugs before did kind of cause hallucinations but i let's keep going on the hallucination route you know
1: let's make them bigger let's make them scarier i'm on board because man people are just killing left and right cutting people's fingers off that's why i love riverdale fizzle rocks oh i'm so mad (laughs) at myself so goddamn mad at myself i'm too busy i put you on the spot no no you didn't i should know these things And also i'm just too busy thinking about how sexy a third blossom would be and that's all i want that or i'm waiting for the flashback episode because i feel like nana rose probably could have fucking gotten it back in the day
2: definitely i agree she's a very pretty old
1: lady oh i would love to see that flashback oh my god what if there's like a flashback flashback where it's Nana Rose as a young and then it's also Jughead's grandfather as yes. a young yes, at Stonewall Prep?
2: Yes. Yes. That's what I want. I didn't know what I wanted until that's what you I said want. it, but that's what I want.
1: That's what I want. That's what I want. Oh, my God, guys. All right. All right. Oh, I can't wait for the rest of the season. We love you guys so much, and thank you for joining us. And I know this is a little all over the place, but you know what? We had sexy talk to catch up with, because I don't get to have sexy talk anymore. And Riverdale (laughs) is my sexy talk. (laughs) <laughs> There's, you know, I we could take
2: the listeners on the same uh, erratic journey that Riverdale takes us on.
1: Yes. And, and I think that that's, that's the, the love of the game, baby. <laughs> we love you guys so much. And we will be back next week with season four, episode four. I don't know what it's called. But you know what? It's not going to have, I'm just, I keep staring at this picture of them at the car wash. And, of course, it's all, like, the classic cars, too. You're not, it's just, you know, they try. They really try. I am a little upset because Jeff immediately called full Monty, and then Veronica said full Monty at one point, and um, I would have watched that. Too.
2: And I thought it was going to be, like, a magic mic, and then she said magic mic. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, we're there. <laughs> we just have to get into the Riverdale writing room someday. Mom. We are, We are more qualified someday.
2: than anybody at this point.
1: Someday I can't wait Just give me Just give me one Plot line <laughs> And let me just Write the whole thing out You don't have to write I won't write the episodes Just like let me Decide where it goes
2: <laughs> You know
1: People are like Riverdale has a
2: lot More
1: family members Sleeping Sex? with each other <laughs> they- <laughs> Is everyone Are everyone's lips Getting bigger Is this <laughs> some sort of Filter on the camera <laughs> No 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 no. Make them kiss <laughs> We love you guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.